stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. And welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. I am Sean Casey, and it is Saturday, July the 8th, time for the Casey Commentary. Sort of a mini episode today, uh, because we have a lot of things to update you on from the uh, cocaine gate at the West Wing of the White House, the latest whistleblower with some devastating bombshells uh, being dropped uh, from his undisclosed location. Also update you on Ben and Jerry uh, and uh, say uh, happy birthday uh, to one of the all-time greats in the rock and roll. But first and foremost, uh, a reminder uh, that uh, pay no attention to what the media tells you uh, or the Biden regime. Uh, there is no doubt in my mind that the cocaine discovered in the West Wing of the White House had to have come uh, from a family member, a Biden family member, or a senior member of the of the cabinet. Why? Because according to Secret Service agents, uh, they're the only ones that do not have to get searched. They don't get wanted. They don't get searched. They don't have to go uh, through the security gates and the uh, magnetometers uh, going into the White House. Uh, Therefore, they can bring in any kind of contraband that they'd like. And, of course, we know in all likelihood the person that it is based on uh, his past history. Uh, we uh, also saw his behavior yesterday when we uh, played the um, on Thursday, I should say, uh, the video of Hunter Biden looking nervous and sweaty and jittery and so on and so forth. So um, there's a known cocaine addict drummed out of the military uh, based on his uh, addiction. Uh, he's uh, filmed himself with crack pipes, smoking crack, doing crack. Uh, and of course, then he lied about uh, being a drug addict. Uh, on his uh, firearm application, which he got a plea deal. I'm just wondering if this judge is going to make Hunter Biden pass drug tests in the near future in order to uh, accept the plea deal. If he's not, then I would reject it. I would reject it anyway, uh, but just saying. Uh, But meanwhile, Joe Biden has weighed in uh, on this controversy of whether or not there was cocaine found in the White House and who it might belong to. My smell of Americans. It's me, Joey B., the president of the White House. And I figured out why they call it the White House. It's because it's white. And it's a house. And inside the house, they found more white stuff. It's a powder. There was a big hoopla about it. A secret service... Who, who cares if somebody's messy when they ate a powdered donut? Sometimes when I put on my gold bond, it gets a little on the floor because it falls out of my box. It's just smooshing into the bath mat. Then the secret service won't take it. But I asked my boy, Hunter, what was this white, white powder? And he started screaming to high holy hell, you never let me do anything I want. I hate you. And, and he slammed his door. So, so, so I don't think it was his. And that's the history of why it's called the White House. The end. 
All right, that's pretty good. So what do you think it is? Do you think it's the uh, the powdered donut? Do you think it could be the gold bond? Pretty strong possibility. Or did, uh, did the blow belong to um, Hunter Biden? I think we all know uh, whose cocaine it is. The only question is, how long do you think they're going to continue this, uh, you know, this uh, charade, uh, this facade, if you will, of, uh, well, it was in the library. No, it was in there. It was in another area uh, and uh, and so on and so forth. I just think that eventually the truth will come out, uh, whether or not we'll be in time for the next election. Uh, we'll see. The media has a history of burying stories that have been uh, very injurious to the Bidens, like the next one we're about to share with you. And that is, I'm often asked, um, because I do believe the immigration system is broke, the justice system is broken. Much of our government uh, is broken, and uh, there are a lot of people who get uh, down and depressed and dejected uh, over what was a once great nation uh, is now seem to be circling the drain. And, and, and I like to take the optimistic view, and that is there are enough patriots, uh, there are enough whistleblowers, there are enough red-blooded, uh, you know, patriotic Americans. Uh, they're not going to let this happen, not without a fight. And we see it every day. We see whistleblowers at the IRS, Gary Shapley, and then whistleblower number two. We see the FBI whistleblowers and the ones that testified uh, in front of, of, of Congress, including Stephen Friend and, uh, and some of the others. Uh, we see the whistleblower Tim Ballard, who actually made a film. He dropped that, you know, jumped, quit his job and, and uh, made a film called The Sound of Freedom, which is really uh, making a ton of money, as it should at the box office because this message needs to get out. So those are just a few examples, but I do think there are a lot of whistleblowers, patriotic Americans, and others uh, who want to make sure that uh, they get the uh, get the word out. One of those uh, whistleblowers happens to be um, a former uh, Israeli uh, soldier uh, and doctor. His name is Dr. Gal Luft. Uh, he went missing when he started blowing the whistle on the Biden corruption he, um, until recently. He released a 14-minute video to the New York Post on Thursday detailing damning allegations against Chairman Joe and the Biden crime family and their massive international bribery scheme film. And he did this in an undisclosed location while on the run from the Biden regime and the Department of Justice. We'll get to the charges here. Uh, they're after him uh, for, but he had to jump bail in Cyprus, of all places. And uh, he's, all, he's basically living his life on the run right now in fear of the Biden crime family. But before, he wanted to make sure he got everything on video and sent it to the New York Post. Why? Because Miranda Devine has done a great job uh, covering the laptop and the like. And first and foremost, uh, Dr. Luft uh, is, um, you know, he's talking here uh, about uh, the reason uh, why he is now speaking up uh, now, why he's, why he's coming forward now. Under normal circumstances, I would be testifying before Congress about my experience with CFC. Sadly, due to circumstances I shall describe here in this video, uh, I am forced to tell you this story via video. My ordeal goes back to uh, a fatal decision I made in March of 2019 to share with the US government my knowledge about the Biden family's relations with CFC. As I said, it was in March of 2019 in a two-day uh, session at the U.S. Embassy in Brussels. I insisted that the meeting take place in March because at the time there were rumors that Joe Biden was planning to run for president. 
I saw it as my civic duty to alert the government beforehand and give it enough time to probe the issue. I want to be clear. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I have no political motive or agenda. Uh, again, he just wants the truth out. And uh, he wants to make sure that the people that have made his life miserable are held accountable. You know, Luft was an advisor uh, to CEFC uh, China Energy, a business conglomerate with extremely close ties to the CCP. He served alongside Hunter Biden. He was there when the CCP through the CEFC paid Hunter Biden approximately $5 million in 2017. No expertise, uh, no knowledge of the energy sector. Uh, it was just access. They were selling access uh, to Chairman Joe, who was completely compromised. Uh, and uh, Gao said he was arrested in Cyprus to stop him from testifying to the House Oversight Committee. And he says he's got uh, very deep concerns for the United States. I did it out of deep concern that if the Bidens were to come to power, the country would be facing the same traumatic Russia collusion scandal only this time with China. Sadly, because of the DOJ's uh, cover-up, this is exactly what happened. The DOJ sent to Brussels a delegation of six uh, people, two prosecutors from the Southern District of New York, by the names of Daniel Reichenthal and Catherine Ghosh, and four FBI agents, one of them was Special Agent Joshua Wilson from the Baltimore field office, which also happens to cover the state of Delaware. Yeah, and there you have it. From uh, This is the behind enemy lines. We have a Baltimore connection there. Uh, Special Agent Joshua Wilson. Stay tuned. More on him coming up in just a second. But Dr. Luft, uh, he says he has evidence that the Biden crime family received payments from individuals with ties to the CCP, Chinese military intel, and that they had an FBI mole who had shared classified information with their benefactors from the CCP-controlled uh, CEFC. And, and he says this is the most alarming question. The most alarming information I revealed was of a mole within the DOJ who shared classified information with Hunter Biden and his Chinese partners. I told the DOJ that Hunter was closely associated with a very senior retire, retired FBI official who had distinct physical characteristic. He had one eye. One of the FBI agents at the time even told me, you know, that would be very easy for us to find. There aren't that many one-eyed people in the Bureau. The information I provided the FBI in March of 2019 was fully corroborated nine months later when the famous laptop belonging to Hunter Biden, which contained all the emails and receipts, was handed to the FBI. And guess who seized the laptop from the computer repair shop? It was Special Agent Joshua Wilson, who was with me in Brussels earlier. In other words, the FBI knew about, uh, from me, about the Biden CFC deals before they got hold of the laptop, way before. They had enough time to investigate the issue, but they didn't. After Brussels, I never heard back from the DOJ. 
Yeah, I guess not. Uh, and uh, remember that timeline now, uh, that uh, March of 2019, the FBI uh, knew about this evidence, about the bribes, about the stuff that came out uh, on the laptop a year later. So for a full year, they had the opportunity to investigate Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the rest of the Biden crime family. And I guess they figured uh, that uh, you know they, they would handle Dr. Luft until the laptop became uh, major news and the media tried to spike it. And uh, they tried to make sure it got suppressed, uh, not knowing that Rudy Giuliani uh, and uh, Steve Bannon, I think, uh, were ended up getting copies uh, of what was on uh, the laptop from hell. And that's why Miranda Devine ended up getting the story with Dr. Luft. Now, Dr. Luft paid the price. You see, Dr. Luft could corroborate the stuff that was on the laptop. He could corroborate uh, the uh, the bribe, the kickbacks, and um, and so on and so forth. So that's why the DOJ decided they had to go after and prosecute and persecute Dr. Gal Luft, uh, charging him with crimes. Finally, in February this year, I was arrested in Cyprus on an extradition request from the Southern District of New York, the very same office that met with me uh, in Brussels. The seven-count indictment said I violated the Export uh, Arms Export Control Act, and if I convicted, I would face up to 100 years in prison. While I was detained in Cyprus, I was portrayed in the international media as an arms dealer, even though I never traded a bullet in my entire life. In fact, nowhere in my indictment, the DOJ claimed or presented evidence that I bought, sold, shipped, or financed any weapons. I was also charged with acting as an unregistered agent of CFC, which is a FARA violation. Yeah, a FARA violation for a CFC, CEFC that was considered a 501c3 nonprofit registered in Virginia. That's how threatening uh, that our federal government felt the CEFC was. Remember, they were a front group for the CCP. And finally, Dr. Luft, who again was threatened with jail, uh, threatened with 100 years, uh, threatened uh, to be prosecuted for crimes, uh, said, uh, ask yourself uh, the big question here. And perhaps the biggest question of all, why am I being indicted for FARA for a ghostwriting an innocuous article for which I received no payment, let alone from a foreign government, when the mother of all FARA cases, the Biden systemic influence peddling on behalf of foreign governments for which they raked millions, goes unpunished. So the big question here is, will Dr. Luft ever get to tell his story uh, to Congress? Uh, The minute he sets foot anywhere where there's an extradition treaty, uh, he's going to be charged by the DOJ, the Corrupt Injustice Department, And that's why he's right now living his life as a fugitive. His life is on the run uh, from the Biden uh, crime family, the Biden regime, because he's got damning evidence that could take them all down, every single one of them. And uh, hopefully there'll be a way that Congress can find a way uh, to get uh, Dr. Luft under oath, because remember what he just told us, he claims is the truth, but it wasn't under oath. Uh, But I think he's a very credible witness and whistleblower, and I think that's why the DOJ had to charge him with crimes and make his life miserable because he charged him with crimes. You know, you might railroad him like you did uh, Paul Manafort or General Flynn, who even uh, took a plea and then went away up until uh, recently when Donald Trump pardoned him. Uh, So there you have it. Very powerful, damning, uh, stunning uh, testimony about the Biden crime family 
And uh, we'll see. We'll see if it goes anywhere else. But now you know. And this is a brave individual that is willing to step forward and put his life on the line. Because make no mistake about it, uh, his life is in jeopardy now. I'd like to end on a positive note, and that is one of the Fab Four. There are only two of the four left. As you know, John Lennon was assassinated, and George Harrison lost his uh, battle with cancer. Sir Paul McCartney turned 80 in June, uh, but the drummer, Richard Starkey, a.k.a. Ringo Starr, celebrated his 83rd birthday yesterday. Singing a song called Boys Ringo! Yes, indeed. Happy birthday, belatedly, to Ringo Starr and the Fab Four, Gear Fab, as uh, as they say, Gear Fab. Uh, so uh, Ringo Starr, uh, hard to believe, he's eighty three, and yes, he still is touring. Uh, and um, <laughs> the guy just never slows down, uh, and uh, we love you for it. Thank you, Ringo, for all the great memories uh, of the Beatles over the last uh, several. Well, you got to go back to nineteen. Oh, this is the fiftieth anniversary of the nineteen sixty three. I'm sorry, sixty sixtieth anniversary of the nineteen sixty three album, uh, which with the Beatles, uh, which is my all time favorite group if you'd like to get in touch with us don't forget the sean casey show at gmail.com next full episode coming tuesday uh, make sure you download subscribe rate and review and thank you and have a great weekend freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction don't forget to spread the word to fellow uh, family members friends colleagues like-minded patriots like yourself uh, that they have a safe haven where fellow uh, patriots gather to um, foment the resistance. Have a great weekend. Until the next time, fight hard. Stay free.